Ooh, all right, man. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode here of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. But once again, I'm your ho- your host. Boy, it's been a long day, y'all. Forgive me. <laughs> I'm your host, Sanders, and of course, got my boy Dupree with me. Always, always. What's going on, man? Merry Christmas, man. Merry bro, Christmas. yeah, Merry, yeah, bro. It's right. Merry Christmas to you too, bro. That's right. Christmas was, yeah, Christmas was yesterday or a couple of days ago for some people, depending on where you at time zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bro. So how was uh, yours? How was your Christmas? Man, uh, it was it was amazing, bro. Um, I think this was the first. God, bro, I can't even. I don't even know how many years it's been, but it's like the first Christmas I think that like literally all of like. My immediate family members, we were all together for Christmas, bro. So it was the first time. It was the first time in a long time because either, you know, either some of us were, you know, maybe in school or in the military or constantly working. So mm-hmm. that was kind of hard for always trying to have like our, our family as a whole together. And uh, I think that was the I think that was the best part about it, just having all of us there together in a setting here all together for like I said for the first time and I can't like I, said, I can't even remember the last time we all been together. It's been a long time. Maybe since, you know, I was probably had I had to been like in middle school. We had to be in middle school probably the last time we were oh, all wow. together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It was it was pretty cool. Everybody opening up the gifts and everything and you know, I think everybody was just, you know, it wasn't it wasn't no big deal. No one really wanted anything fancy or nothing like that. Um, you know, the, the little kids got, you know, the good toys and everything, but, you know, it, you know that's nothing. But uh, I just think we were all just appreciative to all be together, bro, because like we always say on this on each episode here, especially this year, it's, it's been a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. You know, people have, you know, some people have lost family members and loved ones and stuff like that all this year. So it was just a blessing to, of course, all just be together. Yeah, that's what's up. Man, what's so, up, man, what about how was your Christmas, bro? Uh, it was good, man. It was good. It's, you know, likewise, it's good to be around with my folks. You know, and with you know my with my my parents and my siblings. Um, you know, it's I mean, being out of school, um, it's a little different now. So, but um, you know, every year that passes, I'm the oldest sibling, so. It's definitely good to see, you know, see my younger siblings and everything like that. And like you said, you know, with everything that's been going on this year, um, you just never know. So you you cherish those moments when you get everybody together and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I had a good Christmas, too, man. A good Christmas, too, for sure. For sure. Ate some, ate some steak. Some steak and some Ooh. shrimp. Yeah, boy. Yeah, we did it up. We did it up. Oh, yeah. For sure. We, yeah. <laughs> we did it up. <laughs> Man, we yeah, we did a seafood broil, bro. We did a seafood broil. See, see, that's what we normally do. So we normally do a seafood broil, man. But um, we all go over to my my grandmother's house, and we do it. My um, we go over there. It's my my mom and all her siblings. They come back and everything, crab legs and shrimp and all this stuff. But with COVID, you know, everybody you know stayed home, so we didn't do that this year. Um, yeah, I missed them crab legs this year for sure. <laughs> I missed the crab legs. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's all good because that that steak was on point yesterday. But yeah, them crab legs, 
Yeah, they hit a little different. <laughs> they hit a little Facts. different. Facts. I'm, I'm talking about, bro, I was, bro, real talk, bro. I didn't even sit down eating, bro. I stood up the whole time and ate. I, bro, I didn't. I ain't, they was I'm like, not even worried about sitting down. Yeah, I'm not hey, even worried bro. about Nope. Tell you, they was like, you need a seat? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I stood up the whole time and ate that food, bro. I was like, I ain't need to see all oh, y'all sitting down. Y'all good? It's all you know, man. It's already, you know what I'm saying? It was a good amount of people already in here. We were socially distanced, you know what yeah. I'm saying, for people, but people who might, you know, be like, oh, wait a minute, Sanders, you had, you saying a whole lot of people, y'all ain't been together in years. <laughs> but socially distanced. We still socially distanced. Yeah. You know what I'm but, yeah, bro, I stood up the whole time and tore my food up, bro. I'm t- it was, boy. What if you up? stood up the whole time, you crap, crab, crab listening. You, uh, you are official. <laughs> you know what you're doing. If you stood up the whole time and crack crab legs, I don't know how you stand up, hold your plate, and crack crab legs at the same time. You Man, gotta... I, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was cheating, bro. I was standing, I was standing there where the countertops were at. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And okay. uh, no, uh, we had like a. Where do we get? Uh, I think my uh my niece she brought um some uh like some pans to like for us to hold the food in, so it wasn't on, like plates. She had, like a okay. pan, and then like we she made like the little uh little sauce that she found like on I guess on Pinterest or something. I don't know. Put mm-hmm. it on there, and I was like, oh boy, this smacking right here is crazy, bro. And the thing is, bro, we had even more food than that, like because one of my nephews he don't like seafood, so. He, uh, they, for him, they got like, you know, bro, they did, man, these folks did chicken on the grill, some ribs, man, they brought some mac and cheese, some baked beans, I'm talking about, bro, it was like, it was like four holidays and one all up in oh, here, yeah. bro. <laughs> it was, you had yeah. 4th of July going on, you had mm-hmm. Thanksgiving going on, you had Christmas, it was, boy, it was crazy, bro, it was crazy. Yeah, that's good eating, them holidays, that's all they bring. Good, good vibes and good eating, for sure. Facts, for sure, for sure. Facts, but oh, man, we appreciate y'all for rocking in with this one for us, man. Uh, what is this? Yeah, episode fifteen. Um, we we adding them up here. We adding them up. Um, man, let's get right into it because I know it's getting kind of late. <laughs> you know, man, I had to. We had we getting a late start. Right, man. Man, my little girl, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. Now you all good, man. You all good. We already but, know what's uh, going on. Facts, facts. But yeah, bro. Um, I just, let's get right into it, man. So, of course, um, I mean, Christmas is nothing without the NBA. You know, if you know, it's just like with Thanksgiving, it's the NFL. Christmas, you got the NBA, man. And of course, the NBA season tipped off. Actually, you know, before that, um. On Tuesday, but you know the the bulk of majority of games were the highlight of everything for this first week. Of course, was uh was Christmas Day, um. But man, I mean, not not too many of those games were competitively good. There were a lot of blowouts, but it's still early in the season. Um, what what game or what team, um, for you was like the most impressive uh, this week? This week, just in general, granted, it's only been, you know, it's only been two games. Some teams might have played three, but most teams have only played two games. Um, 
I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I really like what I've been seeing from the Hawks, man. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, granted, they beat um, they beat Memphis tonight, and then uh, the first game they played Chicago, and they beat Chicago. But um, this this team, this team is they they got they a little deep. Oh, um, they, they got some. They got some. They. They got some uh, contributions from some guys tonight that you have never heard of. Nathan uh, Nathan Knight, uh, he's a rookie from Will, William & Mary. He had a, a good game tonight uh, coming off the bench. Um, Kevin Herters, he showed up. Uh, obviously, Trey Young, he did his thing. Uh, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, they did their thing as well. Um, but you're talking about they beat a, a Memphis team tonight who desperately needs some help. Um, they got to get better defensively, and John Moran just needs some help. But you're talking about a team that was in the playoff hunt last year, and Danilo Gallinari, Clint Capella, and Ray John Ronald didn't play tonight. Um, mm. So uh, obviously, there's you know there's. Certain guys, you know, uh, Bondanovich, he didn't shoot great tonight. Cam Reddish didn't, he didn't shoot great tonight either. But uh, we got contribution from guys off the bench um, that you might not, like I said, Nathan and I never heard of until tonight. Um, so, it, like I said, it was only two games in. If they can keep this up, I think they, sh- they should hold to our predictions, and I think they'll make the playoffs. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Atlanta. Um, and then the Clippers, too. I'll go with the Clippers as well. I'll pick one more team. Um, it was kind of weird because, you know, with them losing with them losing some of the pieces that they lost, you really didn't know what the Clippers were going to look like. Because um, the, the, the big thing is, can, can we want to see Kawhi and LeBron? We want to see the Clippers versus the Lakers in the playoffs. And with the additions that the Lakers made, Montrezl Harrell leaving the Clippers, going to the Lakers, the Lakers added Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Saul, was were the Clippers going to be able to handle that and be able to beat, you know, compete with the Lakers? And obviously they beat them on, you know, they beat them. Um, they beat them on the first night on opening night, and then they beat uh, the Nuggets the other night. Uh, um, quick. Quick recovery, you know, hoping for a quick recovery for Kawhi Leonard. That was a nasty elbow he took. Um, yeah. But everything is fine with him. But uh, if Paul George keep, keeps playing the way that he's playing and his team is, you know, continuing to mesh and all that type of stuff, um, I think the Clippers, I think they'll, they'll be right there again and think of being the top two seed in the West, I believe. Um, so uh, – but the Hawks, man, I, I really like what I see, what I'm seeing from the Hawks for sure. Yeah, I man, I'm telling you, that's like the thing with like Atlanta, bro. Is like it's it's all the points that you mentioned beforehand, and you know, it's 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 crazy that you know a lot of us uh, avid basketball fans like the ones who really are into it and look at the moves that happened them and that the moves that are being made even back then was like oh like i mean i see i know some guys is like some serious basketball heads and they saw the moves that Atlanta was making and they were like 
oh yeah, they were like, yeah, that's a healthy, that's a playoff team. Like, let's just keep it real. So, um, I do like the way that they're looking for for me. It was the first team that stuck out to me was for sure, definitely the Clippers. Um, you, you know, of course, once again, it's it's early, but you know, we can say that for a lot of the games here, it's early and whatnot, but. I mean, just the efficiency of, like, everything that they had going on mm-hmm. um, last night. I mean, Paul George was efficient from the field, 8 for eight for 14. Same thing with Kawhi. Uh, Ibaka gave them big points. Zubak was big off the bench. Um, let see. Yeah, they had four out of five starters in double figures. Yeah. Uh, and I think the thing that impressed me about them – the most was not even not even the Lakers game. It was definitely the the Nuggets game last night on Christmas. Was the fact that you know they had the big lead, and you know of course typical Denver Nugget fashion, you know they start to make a comeback, and they're making this comeback, and it seems like okay, what it's early, but what are they made of? Let's see what the Clippers are made of. Like here here we come again. This team that you know beat them just a few months ago, four games straight. In all games, they came back pretty much, and I think all four of them, however they did it, um, in comeback fashion. Can they can they weather this storm, and can they find a way to make some key buckets to just keep that lead at bay to where Denver doesn't come back and win this game? Because if that happens, now people are looking like, all right, forget the Lakers. The Nuggets, y'all kryptonite, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, I was I was just impressed with the way that they handled that, the way they weathered the storm, because there were there were times where like Jamal Murray was making some big buckets, he buckets. Uh, Morris was coming down making some big buckets for them. Will Barton was too. Um, uh, but there's one point where I think like I think Ibaka hit a corner three. Paul George came back with a nice little mid range jumper. Batum got a couple of rebounds that kind of like helped them get another uh, possession. Off another offensive possession to, to kill another twenty four to get second chance points and um I just thought I just thought that was very impressive by them and man Brooklyn oh my god yeah it's, I'm, I'm, I'm like so probably, bro I was gonna say Tyloo I think Tyloo is making a difference in and with the Clippers as well but um yeah um, Brooklyn I. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go because it's it's ugly. We were, yo, I'm talking about. I'm sitting here with the fam, and we like, we like. Hey, I know it's early, but if they playing like that, if Kyrie and KD is playing like that, and the rest of them boys is playing like that, they might take the East. Yeah. Who's like they, they might take it this year. Forget waiting for another year, so they might take it this year. You know, it, it, the thing we were saying, we was like, all right, now it's cool now, but let's see what happens if they, you know, go on a little losing streak. But, and we'll see if they for real or not. But, man, like, that was the way that they look so far. Impressed. I am beyond impressed. Like, bro, <laughs> like I said, if they playing like that, if they playing like that, it's they going to be hard to beat. They're going to be hard to beat. They are, hey, they, they different right now. That's all we can yeah. say. Is they different. There, that's an, that's another team that's deep. I mean, from obviously with the starting five, but you got Levert and 
obviously, you know, Levert and Dinwiddle and, and I mean, DeAndre Jordan, you know, he's, you know, he's down in the front court. Um, the, I mean, Josh, uh, Josh Harris, like, they just have guys all over the place. Um, the Jeff Green pickup, uh, Damari Carroll, like, they just have, they got guys that can score, that can shoot, that can defend, and then obviously KD and Kyrie. The way they, I mean, it's, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I will, I can't wait to see when they play Milwaukee. I can't wait to see when the Nets play Milwaukee. Cause that's, I'll definitely be tuned into that one. Oh yeah. Glue. The fir- that first time they play Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. The first time they play the 76ers, the first time they like these teams in the East. The 76ers, the Raptors, the uh, the Bucks, like those, are the games I really want to see. Um, granted, they, I mean, they, 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 the Wizards. I mean, they beat the Wizards, and then they beat the. I mean, they the Celtics. They just, yeah, and then they, <clears throat> excuse me, they beat the Warriors, and the Warriors just they they they, yeah. I feel so bad for Steph Curry just because they just don't they they don't have enough they just don't have enough without Clay they just they miss Clay and Draymond bad they miss them and it's showing and it's showing right now yeah and, um and then they took care of the Celtics on you know Christmas Day um really didn't even <laughs> look like it phased them like posed a challenge they just Ran right through them, so we we gonna see. But Brooklyn, yeah, they that that squad look is looking very dangerous right now. But it's, like you say, it's two games in, so we'll see what happens. Like you said, they hit a little rough patch. Let's see how they bounce back from that type of stuff. Because you know them boys, man. I you know I, I mean you know I, I like of course I like Kyrie and KD's game on the court. It's just the, it's the off the court stuff, the extra the, stuff, yeah, yeah the, the possible distractions that really don't even, that really couldn't even add up to really being distractions, but they will make it more than what it has to be, mm-hmm. and just, I'm gonna just let's just keep it a buck here. Like sometimes both of them can be divas, for sure. So yeah. it's just kind of like. I I just want to you know so I kind of just want to see what happens if you know let's just see if they they you know they go on like a two two or three game losing streak or they lost four out of their last five and and you know it's been to you know to the to the to the other top teams in the East after they didn't kind of figured it out here or whatever mm-hmm. like what's gonna happen you yeah. know like are they gonna keep it together or not I mean if but if you know if they do keep it together like I said they're gonna be hard to beat because of I mean just think like you said we we. We talked about it beforehand, just all the just how deep they are and what all they have around the pieces that they have together. Like they about to make they about to make Steve Nash look like he can, you know, really coach. And I'm not saying that he can't coach for anybody to say something. Why I'm not saying he can't <laughs> coach. It's just, you know, we ain't never seen him with no coaching experience. But that I mean, if they mess around and they are winning and being being very successful, they gonna make him look like he's a genius. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They their first, their first. Uh, they played the Seventy Sixers 
on January 7th. Um, that's well, I guess you say they, they play Utah. So they play Utah on the 5th, and then they play the 76ers on the 7th. Um, they run into they run into a, a tough little stretch. They got the Jazz, the Sixers, the Grizzlies, the Thunder, the Nuggets. So you got the Jazz, the Sixers, and the Nuggets within a week and seven days. So those three games, those three games are, will be tough ones. Those will be games that we we can kind of see, like you said, the some of the better competition in the league, not just the Eastern Conference. Um, they play the Clippers. The first time we play the Clippers will be in February. Uh, the Raptors as well. I'm looking to see. I don't see a date with Milwaukee on here. Not yet, so we'll see. But um, they do. I mean, they play the Lakers in, in February. They play the Sixers again. They play the Pacers. They got the Warriors again. So we'll see. You know, like it's two games. But in these two games, it's. It ain't look pretty for these other teams in the East. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, Kyrie is the leading scorer. Kyrie is averaging 31 and a half points. And Kevin Durant is averaging two steals a game. So they giving folks a business right now, bro. It's, yeah. it's, 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 they can score and they can defend, there. man. They can score and they can defend. They're long, they're, they got, they're athletic. And they have plenty of guys that can get their own shot all over the court. Plenty. Plenty. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you, they definitely gonna be a that's definitely gonna be a team to watch. Um Yeah, we can go ahead and move on. We don't try to harp on that too long. Uh man, let's go let's go to the NCAA. Let's go to of course college football. Um last week. You know, we had all the championship games going on. And then this past Sunday, uh, the committee came down and selected their uh, top four teams to be in the college football playoff in the semifinals. And, I mean, there was a change, but there was only a change in rankings, not teams. So, of course, number one was Alabama. Clemson moved up to number two after defeating Notre Dame in the ACC championship game. Ohio State moved up to number three uh, after defeating Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. And Notre Dame stays in the top four, drops from two to four after losing to Clemson, which left Texas A&M out of the college football playoffs. And, of course, that had a few of, you know, Texas A&M fans upset of wondering, like, dang, we got snubbed. I didn't know the game get in because I guess, you know, of course, to a certain extent, they they did. They got dominated against Clemson in that ACC championship game. Let's just be honest here. Um, but, of course, the question that we pose every year when we – ever since they've been doing this college football playoff is, did the committee get it right? I believe they got it right, man. Um it's I don't I don't understand what is the what's the the big the big issue and to I, I said it last week if Clemson was to beat 
Texas, uh, Notre Dame, excuse me. If Clemson beats Notre Dame, Notre Dame will stay in because they will have split in the season. Notre Dame beat them first. Clemson came back and returned the favor. They'll be one and one. Both teams will have one loss. And at this point in time, Notre Dame's best win, at that point in time, Notre Dame's best win will look better than Texas A&M's best win. Notre Dame beat Clemson. Texas A&M beat Florida. After that, Notre Dame went to Chapel Hill and beat North Carolina. Texas A&M went and beat Auburn. Mm. That's their next best win after that. It's, it, it's just, it wasn't going to be enough. It just wasn't going to be enough. Now, I don't think that a lot of teams have a gripe with Notre Dame getting in. Teams have a gripe that Ohio State is in the playoff. I really don't think a lot of these schools, I don't think Texas A&M is upset that Notre Dame got in. They're trying to figure out, and I think a lot of other schools, Dabo Sweeney made his, his uh, you know, he made comments about it and, and, and things like that. I think these schools are trying to figure out how Ohio State got in only playing six games. And in those six games, one of those being the conference championship, how can you only play six games and get in? And to that, to that point, I think that they have a valid argument. I really do. Because at least Northwestern had played eight up to that point. Ohio State only got six in. And once again, their best win was, was Indiana. And I still believe Northwestern played them tough. It was just they couldn't stop that run game with Trey Sermon. Um, yeah. But I still believe that, that their best win of the season was that Indiana game. Do I think that they got that the committee got it right? Yes. But I do understand why Davo said what he said, why Jimbo said what he said about in plays I've heard, I've seen different things from players from Texas and them saying what they said about Ohio State getting in because you only played six games. And your strength, you you beat Indiana and that's it. You beat Indiana and you beat a pretty good Northwestern team. But even then, being Northwestern, you didn't look dominant being Northwestern. You didn't at all. There was a point in time watching this game like Northwestern is about to figure this out. They're about to win this football game. And they shot themselves in the foot, a turnover here, a turnover there, defense steadily on the field. They can't stop that run game. But Justin Fields had a, a pedestrian game. 12 for 27, yeah, 114 standard, yeah. yards. Yeah, two, two picks. He threw two interceptions. That team that we saw last week, if they roll into that Sugar Bowl against Clemson, they will get rolled again. It, it won't be a contest. That, that, that team that we just saw last weekend will not beat Clemson at all. There is, is no shot. So I, I understand why some of these schools are saying what they're saying. Um, like I said, Dabo, um, for sure is I, I, 
I, he he definitely does not understand. He doesn't get it why. He doesn't get why they're they're getting in. He said it does it. It does make it a little easier because not much tape to pour through. You can't make it up. There's only six games, and that was just yeah. him talking about the preparation, getting ready for Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, but gosh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it seems like every year we look up Clemson and Ohio State is playing in the semis anyway. So it's like, <laughs> what, what more, what more at the field will you need? But I know, of course, each team is different each year. Yeah, um, but you couldn't, they couldn't do uh, Clemson and Notre Dame again. Not, they couldn't do that again. Ooh, nah. Not for a third time. Ooh, nah. So you had to switch up the matchups a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I want you, bro. I mean, I think the committee got it right. I can kind of understand, like, I can understand the gripe it is for those those last two spots. I can kind of understand it. Um, but I mean, you got to think. I mean, you got to think if if Notre Dame's you know only loss comes in the championship game. Yep. You know, and them being undefeated the whole year. And they get to the championship game and lose that one game, you know. I just don't think I don't think you can really get punished for that. And I, the thing about it with Ohio State, I just I just think sometimes when it comes to when it comes to this in the committee and picking the teams and stuff like that, I sometimes I feel like it's a lot of uh, I don't know if I'm using this word correctly or not. I don't know subjectivity. I think it's a lot of subjectivity. Um. I think it's I I you know just because of them only them only playing six games. Of course, it's weird to me, but this is just me also playing devil's advocate. What are one of the criteria that they have in the playoff for the committee? You win your conference championship. I hear that, that way now. Now Sanders, that they had to I, they had to change. They had to change their rule <laughs> for them to even get in and play in the conference championship. And that's, they weren't gonna that's, where that's, that's where the subjectivity for me comes in. I'm like, bro, I, uh, I I get it. That's why I'm like, I just hate that they finna get in with six games. And But also at the same time, let's let's also the, – the Big Ten knew what they were doing. They were like – they know that Ohio State was their only chance of them getting somebody in into the college football playoffs. So they know they had, they, they had to do away with that rule. And they had to do away with that rule and change that for other, for, in order for them to have a chance or it would have been no point. That that game would have been almost – well, I ain't going to say it wouldn't have been pointless, pointless, but the main purpose of, you know, when you have in the championship game and championship weekend for your conference is hopefully that you know that you're sending that team that wins that conference to mm-hmm. a college football playoff game to get in. So they knew they had to. They knew they had to do that just because, honestly, like everybody knew, like if this was a normal regular season, everybody knew that pretty much they were probably gonna blow the doors off of the Big Ten anyway. Was gonna win the Big Ten anyway. The only team that might have been on paper that might have would have gave them maybe some type of competition was gonna be Penn State. But even they yep. took care of Penn State, and I just think. You know, I just think Indiana kind of just caught a roll after they got the Penn State win in the beginning of the year, and they just started rolling and rolling and rolling. Um, not trying to discredit Indiana, but because I think they're a very good team, and that because that that coach got something brewing up there. 
Um, oh yeah. But I just I don't know. It's just for me, it's just kind of weird because it's just like they really they are. It's weird because I'm like they really getting in with just only six games played, and technically, you know, what I'm saying one is just a conference championship game, so it's really just five. <laughs> They it's really five just five regular season like, games. They got five regular season games, and then get in. So I can, I mean, I can kind of understand and see why, like people saying it's a joke. But I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, when you when you think about that, it's just, I mean, man, it's. I hate it. I hate that it's like that. But that's just how sub, how subjective they are with this and the different criteria that they have, and it's just kind of like, well. All right. Would you rather would you rather have a one loss team complaining and a and a non conference championship team, a non conference champion winner? No, that's not I'm right, I'm saying it wrong. A team, you know, of course, a one loss team that didn't win a conference. Yeah. Would you rather have them complaining or do you want a team that's undefeated, won their conference championship, and on paper was it was a top four or five team anyway? And they don't get in. Which murmurs you want to hear more? That's why I think they ended up saying, "Bump it." We're gonna keep Ohio State in there and keep them in, and we're gonna move them up <laughs> just because we don't want to hear that. Like, dang, we did the Big Ten did all this to try to make sure they get in. They still ain't get in, and they're under because then they, that's the thing. Somebody's gonna say they're undefeated. So is Cincinnati. Yep. You know, yep. and I mean, I. I mean, I get it. I guess to a certain extent, we might not ever, of course, see a group of five team make the make the top four, may not make the playoffs. So I don't know. It, I don't know. We may not ever see that as far as like in the top four. So that leads to my next thing. We talk about it every time too, along with the, the, the committee get it right. Expanding the playoffs. Yep. When they when should they take this into some serious consideration to expanding it, and what what do you think is the perfect number? I think they need to think about expanding it now. And the perfect <laughs> number is six. You said expanding yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, <laughs> they need to expand it to six, and they need to do it now. The way you do it. But you know what's so messed up about that though? If they even expanded it to six, Cincinnati still wouldn't have got in. Yeah, they would have. So two, I'm about, I'm about two to tell lost you. I'm about, Oklahoma. To tell you. I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. I got you right here. I got you right here. So this is how you do it. Six teams. Your five I don't care what they do. Your five conference champions in the power five. SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Five conference champions, they get in. And then your sixth spot is for at-large. So Cincinnati would get in at the at-large. The only way this changes is if, say, you got a conference champion, and I don't want to be, I don't want it to be as concrete as it, it should be. If you're going to spend it to six, I believe. You should have a team from every conference, meaning that every every conference has a every power five conference champion needs to be in the playoff. Just they need to be in the playoff. So this year it would have been Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma, 
uh, Oregon, and who am I missing? Ohio State. And then you put in Cincinnati. Right. Your top two seeds get a bye. So Alabama and Clemson, boom, they get a bye. And then you, you know, three plays six, four plays five, and then you go on from there. You get all all bases are covered. Every every region in the country is covered. Every big time conference is covered. And then when a team like Cincinnati pops up, or a team like UCF pops up, or even Coastal Carolina pops up, all right, bet the highest ranking group of five team, boom, you get in. You're the at large. Because we what we have seen it, UCF went undefeated and then they went to the Peach Bowl and smacked around Auburn. Cincinnati's playing yeah. Georgia, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Georgia can overlook them if it want to. But Cincinnati mess around, come down here to what is essentially a home game for Georgia, win and then go back to Cincinnati, Ohio. So I that think is, that's definitely possible. Yeah, I just I think it's time to, I think it's time to expand because you though these group of five schools, especially coming from a group of five school, playing at a group of five school, we don't have no shot. We don't have a shot to get ever. In. I'm gonna tell you right now, ever. even even with the way Coach Stock at MT schedules one year, now last year we played we played Vandy, Georgia, and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Even if we had beat them three, we and we, if we went undefeated, beat them three, won the conference, we still wouldn't have got in. Oh no, no, still, still wouldn't have got in. They were like, "We're gonna send y'all to the Fiesta Bowl or the Orange Bowl." Still wouldn't have got in. We beat, but you can't come. Beat, to the, but you can't be in the semis. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> we beat one of the top teams in the country, and then you beat two of the SEC schools. Went run the table in your conference. And you still wouldn't get in. So the 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 only way the only way that I see for a group of five school to get in, you gotta expand it to six and make and make it so it's an at large at large bid. So that no, that is the spot for the best group of five school. No one else can take that spot. That spot is solidified. If you if you don't want to take a two loss Oregon, that's on you. That's on the committee to decide what that is. But the reason, but it just makes everything concrete now. It's not a whole bunch of, it's not a whole bunch of. Well, now nah, we're better than them. Or, nah, uh-uh. Win your conference and you win. If you don't win your conference, I'm sorry, you're not getting in the playoff, and that's it. That's just it. Win your conference and you win. So that's how they need to handle it. Right. Okay. So how about so how about this? If they were to do it like that. The way that you're saying it with that six, um, is it is it more so that will it be like so? Let's just say, for example, of course, Cincinnati has a better record than the Big Twelve champion and the Pac twelve champion. Mm-hmm. Is it is it more so like will it be more so that the Power Five schools get one through five, regardless no. of the conference, or no. or is the or the should the committee really be like okay, no. These like these are the five slash six teams that get in, but rank them one to six. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah. yeah. Conference champions, no, uh-uh. you don't get the one through five. No, if Cincinnati is better than if you, if the committee feels that Cincinnati is better than 
Oklahoma and Oregon, then they should be in front of them. They should be number four in front of in front of Oregon and Oklahoma. So yeah, it's not a thing of oh the Cincinnati has to be number six. Nah, they can move up. If you think they a top three team in the country, put them at number three. If you think they shoot, if you think they top two, put them at number two. It's all based on the community. Yeah. But yeah, so the you can you still get to rank them and put them where you think they need to be, listing them one through six. And that's just not a thing of Cincinnati is the sixth team, so they they number six automatically. Because then, once again, I think you're right at the same you're right at the same spot again. So now rank them, put them in, put them where you really think they should be, and let the chips fall where they may. Let them play ball. I think that's it, man. I think you just they because people you know people. I don't think people really understand that how much the one of the big things about this the playoff is ratings. You want TV ratings. You want these teams that have been story programs. You want these programs in the playoff to boost ratings. I really don't think people understand how much ratings would go up if you were to see a Cincinnati mess around when when the first when they first playoff game and Toronto be playing in the semis versus I don't know who I don't know Clemson or something. If right. people if you watch if anybody watches March Madness the ratings go up when a team, just some small school from, from I don't know, UNBC that one year, they take it all the way. They go to the Sweet 16. I'm tuned in every game. Yeah. I'm t- people are tuned in, waiting to see what's going to happen. That year, uh, where was he at? Shaka Smart. He was at Wichita. Was he at Wichita? That was Wichita State. VCU, VCU, VCU. I'm tripping. The same coach, yeah. VCU. We was at VCU, and they went on no, that run. I'm locked. March Madness. I'm locked in. When these schools, man, when they have these magical runs in these years, and then they get Butler. to the tournament. Butler, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Butler. Like people are tuning in to watch that stuff. I don't. I don't understand why people think man. No one will watch Cincinnati versus Clemson or Cincinnati versus. In Oklahoma, why wouldn't they? Why not? Right. They playing for something. They playing for a national title. They playing for a chance at a national championship. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see ratings being lower or anything. I really think ratings will be boosted because all this stuff is about money. That's at the end of the day, it's about money. What's going to generate the most money? And it's is. It's getting now to a point where sometimes it's not picking the best four teams. It's picking the best four teams that's gonna make us the most money at the end, that's the end of the day. The money. Who's that's gonna, gonna bring, bring the money? That's and that's why it gets to a point that's where it's what, like that's why Notre Dame stays in because of the story program that they are, and they're gonna bring the money. And then that's why they know, kept. That's yeah, why they kept Ohio State. Now Notre Dame, they I, I I do feel like they deserve to get in this year though. I do be even with that loss, even with that loss, yeah. I I still do feel like they nah. deserve to get in. No, nah, they 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 do. I don't I don't I don't think that's a problem with with them either. I know the the I mean I've seen some people just saying that about that, but every everybody knows the real issue was of course Ohio State with them just playing only six games. For me, 
it's to me it's funny when you said about you know about it's all about the money they need to try to make most money as possible i'm with you on expansion i think they should go eight i think that's too many but see here hear me out hear me out this is why i'm saying eight this is why i'm saying eight because say if, say if you expand and you go to six right I feel mm-hmm. like somehow, some way, the committee will still find a way to screw over a group of five teams, and they will end up putting, say they would say if, say if the top four was the top the top four who they are now, and then Texas A and M gets in at five, and let's just say, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say they put a one loss, another one loss SEC team or a one loss ACC team over an undefeated. Cincinnati over an undefeated Boise State. But I just feel like they would still find a way to screw over the group of five teams and just make it to where a team in one conference is going to have multiple teams in there. I just feel yeah. like they'll have a way to do that. I feel like with eight, I, I know this sounds like a lot, but I just feel like with eight, they can't screw that up to where uh, a, a, one of the group of five teams can't get in because you can't tell me you can't tell me at that point one of the group of five teams can't be one of the eight teams up in there to play because at that point at that point no. you're opening it up for I, I I get it at that point you kind of open it up for teams that has two losses to get into the playoffs but let's just I mean let's just let's just also be honest here like if if majority of the top ten or top six to seven teams are either undefeated or only have one loss. And then at that point, if there's a group of five, a bump bump even them being undefeated. If you put it at eight, one of the group of five teams got to get in because why, why at that point, why at that point would you put eight power five conference teams in at that point? And when you got somebody that got like three losses, like that ain't right to compare to a group of five team who might just have literally one loss and they beat everybody else. And let's just say they win their non-conference and they mess around and they, you know what I'm saying, they and they beat a good non-conference school like or a power five school that's part of that non-conference. So that's why I'm thinking, hey, that way no one can get screwed out. There's, there's no way you can screw up a group of five team at that point with eight teams. I think, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think with eight, you, there's, there's going to be some schools that don't deserve to get in. They get in. Mm. I, that's all. I, that's what I feel. I feel like there will be some schools that, that are going to get in that don't deserve to get in. Yeah. Like, um, like let's – like this year. Let me go back. All right. So, this year, if you did eight, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, A&M, you putting in Oklahoma? We have five right now. You putting in Oklahoma? Because they won their because they won their conference because they won their conference and who and because of who Oklahoma is, yeah. So okay, so this would be. Let me just do it like this. If we did if we did eight, the top eight from this year, it would be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Texas A and M, Oklahoma, Florida, and Cincinnati at eight. Those would be the eight. Now, obviously, you can juggle that around and, you know, see who, who gets in, who's out, all that, you know, all that stuff. I don't think see, Florida be, deserves to get in. I'd be fine. Yeah, see that eight right there? I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with think, it. 
because I think the problem is there'll be teams that you that shouldn't be in that get in, and that's a you add you talking about adding two more games now. I mean, you just making. I mean, what the New Year? I mean, they just you just just don't call the New Year Six the New Year Six. They just be the New Year whatever. <laughs> I mean, you still call New Year Six. They just all of them college, you know, college football playoff games now. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I just think like. Because cause this is the thing, okay, I don't think Florida should get in, right? I don't think Florida should be in. Who you putting in instead of Florida? You going to put in Georgia, who Florida beat? You going to put in Iowa State over Florida? Because I don't think Iowa State is better than Florida. You can put in Indiana. Indiana got one loss. They lost to Ohio State. Mm, but they sitting at 11. What? You know what? I probably would. Well... Where was um, and then Coastal Carolina right after that. Well, I'm gonna say where was like Oregon and Coastal Carolina. Where all them? Where, where were all they ranked there? In the final ranking, Oregon is 25th. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay. And Coastal Carolina is 12. Okay. I would probably, I would probably take out. Um, I would probably take out Iowa State. Um. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get it. Um, they wouldn't get it. And I'll, I'll. In a way, I would probably take out Florida. Just so who because you put next? Because Florida would be in right now. So who you replace a Florida with? I I might go with either Indiana or Coastal Carolina. Just 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 to, just due to the fact that Indiana only has one loss. Um, I can't like I can't put Iowa State in just because they lost bad to Louisiana at the beginning of the year, and Coastal Carolina already beat Louisiana. Uh, Florida's loss to LSU was bad. I I wouldn't put Georgia in either. I wouldn't put them in just because they got two losses. Even granted, both would be the Florida and Alabama, both the teams that was in the ACC championship game. But why would I put a team in that can't even? Get to that, can't even get to their conference championship game. Why would I put them in that has two losses? And if you got one loss, you know, and you end up losing eventually to the, the conference champion, maybe I don't know. But then, like I said, the only team I mean, the only team that would get some crap about that, of course, would probably be Oklahoma just because they got two losses. But I feel like the committee would put if it was eight like that, and this was my committee, they would probably put them in just because it's Oklahoma. And that's going. And they you know, won their gonna, conference. Yeah, they won the conference. That's going to drive the theme. That's going to drive the sale. That's going to drive the ratings, and all kind of stuff like that. So, I don't know. But another, I mean, another thing with the, just the expansion thing is just like what we talked about in our group message with everybody about wanting to expand. And I agree. I think everybody knows that they should expand. But also, again, you know, like I was saying in there, playing devil's advocate, it hasn't been too many times where the committee has gotten the the, the playoff wrong. The four teams wrong. It's not too many times they haven't gotten it wrong. So, and the only time I feel like they screwed up was when they left out Penn State. That's the only year I feel like they left out the wrong team. Um, other than that, I think every year they've had the right four in. And I mean, I I think until something until something bad happens to where a team for real really gets screwed over, they might not, they might not expand. I think they should, but they probably won't. Yeah, I, I, I think now 
I think now we're just getting to a point where these group of five schools are too good to not have a, at least a shot. They can play with they can play with the power five schools. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's I think we just get to a point now where the, you get to a point where it's it's to at least, to not even have a shot at getting in. I think now yeah. it's getting it's getting it's getting a little it's getting egregious it's now. Getting out of hand. Yeah, it's getting, it's out getting of egregious hand. now. So we got to figure out a way to get get some of these some of these schools because in this because, thing. Yeah, because to me it's kind of like okay, I the thing of what I've seen from some other like uh you know advocate sports fans is saying like why put them in when we know they're gonna get like embarrassed on the field? I don't want to see them on the same field as a Clemson or an Ohio State or a Alabama. We don't know though. I mean, we don't know. That's why you play the game. In, in words of Edwards, you play to win the game. You know, the game still has to be played. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Rams thought coming in they can just do whatever they want to do against the Jets, but that didn't happen this past Sunday, did it? No, because you still got to play the game. So I mean, you know, I mean, just we we just don't know what 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 can happen, and it's been proven beforehand that some of these teams that you know who are really some really good group of five teams, or they got some brewing at their program, can hang with these boys. It's it, we're trying to see. You want to see if they can hang. If they can hang with them, and if they beat them, because the, the thing is, is some of them ain't even looking just to hang with nobody no more. Some of them really want to come in there and beat them guys. Because I'm oh, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure Cincinnati would love to be in a college football playoff and play Ohio State. Because think about how many guys who probably really want to go to Ohio State, play for Ohio State, didn't get recruited yep. by Ohio State, and ended up having to go to Cincinnati because of yep. that's the only team in state that you know recruited them. They'd love to beat them boys. Yep. Finkel was at Ohio State. <laughs> Come on, right? You feel like, come on. So, so I mean, we it's, at some you. point you got to give these folks a chance to see. And okay, if they go up there, they they I mean, if they go there and they they play these guys and they get blown out, oh well, quote unquote, they weren't supposed to be here anyway. They ain't got nothing to lose. Cause in the, in the, in a in a sense, let's let's in a sense, they gonna go back to wherever you know, city town that their school is in, they probably gonna get a big celebration and all kind of, you know, all kind of everything just for being there. You know. Yeah. Uh, but if, you know, somebody like Ohio State or, or Alabama loses to them, they don't get talked about. So it's like, dang, I really oh, nothing yeah. to lose. Just let them, I mean, <laughs> you do it. Cause... I mean, like, two years ago, UCF beat Auburn to beat Auburn, and then the year after that, they played LSU, and they lost to LSU by seven points or eight points or something like that. Yeah. I mean, granted, this, this is UCF. This is not um, this is not Cincinnati, but you remember the teams from UCF, them two years, they, they weren't no pushovers. They weren't pushovers. No. And they no, were scheduling and they, and like they, it. And they dominated, bro. They dominated the AAC. The only team that gave them legit scares were a couple times were USF with South Florida and yeah, Memphis. And Memphis. That's it. South Florida. So it was, no, it wasn't like it, And it's like 
is there is there a gap in you know teams and conference play of course between like certain conferences? yes but it's also i mean it's, it's even still a gap within those bigger conferences like i but but for me it's like i don't care it don't matter if if i'm if i'm in the if i'm in the american athletic conference and if i did a full 12 game schedule and i don't care if my three or four non-conference games were middle of the pack or bottom power five schools. Like if I had, if I'm in, if I'm in the American and I played Cal, Rutgers, and Mississippi State as my non-conference game. If I win all three of those, I don't care. I, I. So what if it wasn't Bama? So what if it wasn't Oregon, USC? So what if it wasn't Ohio State, Penn State? Ain't that school supposed to be better than my school? Nope. And are you, gonna do it, are you gonna do is turn around and make a big deal that oh man, they went here and did this. <laughs> Last year Appalachian State was thirteen and one. They were ranked number nineteen. Memphis with twelve and two, they were seventeen. Telling you, mm. it's just time to expand it. It's time to expand it. It's time, time to expand it. Time to get some of these, uh, some of these, some of these schools a, a fair shot, man. This is, I think that's, I, I think they just need a shot. That's it. If they get a shot at it. I think they'll be fine. I think we'll, you'll fit, you'll figure out that these schools can play with some of these can can play with some of the big boys. Right. I'm not saying that they're going to go out and beat nobody or anything like that. But they'll be able to play with them. Last year, last year, Appalachian State went 12-1. and one. That's, Yeah, 12-1. and one. They beat North Carolina and South Carolina. We're on the road and be North Carolina and South Carolina. Non-conference. It was ranked 19. Now, North Carolina was a whole lot better than South Carolina last year, but regardless, you went on the road and be the ACC and the SEC school. I mean, come on. Like, I'm just saying. Like I said, they got one, they had one loss. True, but just saying, uh, just saying. So right. we'll you know, we'll we'll see. But I I believe they got it right. I believe Cincinnati should have been a little higher. Um if Cincinnati goes and beats Georgia, then I think that only is that's not, not gonna do anything but help that, these yeah, schools that's, arguments. That sparks even more of a conversation now. They ain't gonna do anything but just spark the, they bring up that conversation again. So we'll, you know, we'll see. We shall see, man. Yeah, I think it's we'll, that time we'll though. See. Yeah, we'll we'll see. And I'm with you. I think it's that time as well. Um, but I mean, right now we just got to deal with the four that they got. So, uh, who is it? Alabama is playing Notre Dame, and Clemson is playing Ohio State. Yep. Uh, Clemson, Ohio State is the is it? That's the Sugar Bowl, right? Yep, Sugar Bowl. That is the Sugar Bowl. And 
Alabama and Notre Dame is technically the Rose Bowl, but with everything that's going on in California and their COVID restrictions and everything, that game is going to be played, I think, in Dallas or Arlington, yep. whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be played. Yeah, it'll be played in Dallas. So it still will be the Rose Bowl, but it's going to be at the site of, I think, where the Cotton Bowl is going to be. So um, that's going to be strange, but I mean, that helps. I guess they help to tra- that helps to travel for helps to travel for both teams. But I mean, I hate it that no one is going to be able to play in the the actual Rose Bowl just to, for them to have that experience to go out mm-hmm. their way. Um, yeah, that's Pasadena. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, I guess we'll go. Yeah, let's let's go with the predictions. Who you got between Alabama and Notre Dame? <laughs> Alabama. I got Alabama. I had to ask. I'm sorry, bro. I know. Oh, yeah. I know that. I do the answer. Okay. I just had to ask. Yeah. I got Alabama with no hesitation. If the, it's good, this game's gonna come down to can Notre Dame get stops? Can they get off the field? Can they get some turnovers? Something? Can they force turnovers? And then can they score touchdowns? That's it. If you can't get off the field on defense on third downs, this game is over. If you get if you drive and you gotta kick field goals, this game is over because Alabama is gonna score touchdowns. They've shown that all year. No one has been able to slow them down. They're gonna score. It's can you score with them? And I don't think Notre Dame can score with them. They're just not they're not they're not built to come from behind. They're not built for a shootout. If they can't run the ball, if they can't score touchdowns, is this game is it'll, it'll be over in the first half. So I got Alabama. Yeah, this I mean, man, this game is giving me uh twenty twelve national championship vibes. Very much so. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's another test to see if, you know, Notre Dame is for real. Um, see if they can really hang. With everybody, yeah. because it's 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 crazy. I uh, I I had messed around one day and I was watching um I was watching one of those old uh, like it wasn't it wasn't an E sixty story, but like it's like another documentary about with the you know college football season one hundred and fifty years last year and just the history of Notre Dame and it was like man they used to win a lot and it seemed like they were a lot better than everybody, but as time moved along, of course you know people caught up you know people caught up with them you know things are different now and um you know they just hadn't really done everything done anything really since then um so it's just another chance to see if they're like for real or not if they can really hang you know with these other schools and every time they've been in the playoff they haven't proved it and i don't know i think if they don't if they don't be competitive brian kelly might be in trouble yeah, now I will. I will say I do think that this team is better than that 2012 team. Yeah, I think collectively, I, I think this is this is the best team that Brian Kelly has put into the playoff. I I still don't think it's going. It's enough though, because they just they just in this game with Alabama, you got to be able to score. You just have to, and you got to be able to do it throwing the football. And they're not there. A ball control. Chew up the clock, run the ball, down your throat type of type of team. They play defense and run the football. That's what they do. If they can't run the ball, yeah. this game is over. 
if they can't get off the field on defense, this game is over. <laughs> it is a wrap. <laughs> Chalk them in, pencil them in to the national title game. It's over. So we'll, you know, we'll see. But I got Alabama. Same Alabama. Uh, Clemson noted. I almost said Clemson Notre Dame. Clemson Ohio State. Um, of course, another rematch of let one of last year's semifinal games. It seemed like they always playing each other in the semifinals. Um, has and bowl will. My little girl has made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it seemed like they always playing each other in the in the semifinals. I think. Um, but is this going to be their third? Is this going to be their third or their fourth time playing each other in the semis? Ah, uh, third. Third. Because the, the blowout, the blowout with Deshaun Watson when they won the, the Natty. Yeah. And then last year. Yeah. When Clemson won. So this which was be, which was very controversial because that was yes. that was a that was a play that happened where if it would have went in Ohio State favorite, this it might have been a different ball game. It might have been a different national championship game. Yeah, last I year. still think the the national championship outcome would have been the same. But yeah, I do believe that Ohio State um, definitely should have won. At least I feel like that should have been called a fumble and everything like that. But um, you know, it you know it is what it is. It happened. That was last year. This year, uh, the way Ohio State has been looking, especially recently, um, talking about last weekend and then the the last game they played before that, they just have not looked good. Now I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they get all these guys back that weren't healthy, especially like for uh, for the Big Ten championship and the games prior. I'm hoping that they get all these guys back and they're at full strength. Because I know that they want this game. I know they've they have they probably weren't hoping that they played Clemson in the you know in the semis or you know national championship or whatever. But I know they've been you know you 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 have that pencil. What happened last year? You have that ingrained in your mind when you're a competitor, you're a player like that. That type of stuff is ingrained. Um, I know Justin Fields. I know he remembers that that game. And so I I know they'll be ready to play, and I'm hoping that they'll have, be at full strength because I, I do want to see a good game because last year's game was good. That was a good football game last year. Um, but yeah. it, I got to go with Clemson. I, it, it's, as much as it pains me to, to do it, I, Ohio State, they can stop the run. They have shown that they can stop the run over the, uh, over the course of the season. But they've given up big plays in the passing game. They've given up chunk plays in the passing game. They don't have that DB per se, that shutdown corner that they've had in the past couple years um, with Denzel Ward and Nakuda and Arnett and these guys. Um, and Clemson is just talented on the outside. They have a lot of guys there. They have a lot of guys that have that make plays one on one on the outside. And uh, you have Sunshine back there throwing them the football, which makes it even worse. So um, I'm going to go with Clemson. I think they're the favorite right now by like seven, if I'm not mistaken. Seven and a half right now. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going I'm to go with Clemson, though. I'm going to go with Clemson. I just, I, I just don't think the way our house state has been looking, um, is, I don't think that that's, 
that team that played last weekend won't beat Clemson. And nah. that's 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 how I feel. Yeah. Um man, I am a I mean I I am a huge Justin Fields advocate. I bruh. That that's my guy. I mess with him. But I just I'm with you. I think Clemson just has a little bit too much. And I think they'll they end up getting it done. Um Trevor, yeah, Trevor Lawrence coming. Trevor Lawrence is gonna probably come out there and do what he has to do. You know, I there's no moment that's too big for him. And it could be po- a possibility to where maybe Ohio State might come out there and try to press a little too hard. Kind of, you know, thinking about last year's game and knowing that I want to do this and want to do that. And they could possibly come out there pressing a little too hard. And next thing we know, it's 17 nothing Clemson or something like that, you know. And you don't want that with them because if they jump out to a big league, they are not pulling in Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they come, they come in with they 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 gonna finish the deal. They gonna get the dub. It's as simple as that. So, hopefully, they don't fall too behind on them, and they don't press and make too many mistakes, and that they don't look as lethargic as they look, especially like how they looked last week and weeks prior to that. But I just think too much firepower from Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, Etn, all those guys, and. I mean, once they finally got everybody they got back on defense, it was just night and day for them as well. So I'm going to roll with Clemson too. Man, let's see. Um, Let's go ahead to the last topic. Of course, the NFL, we in week 16. It was it was a big game on tonight between uh, the Raiders and, and the Dolphins and well, the Raiders are now gone. Thanks for making us look like believers in you guys two episodes ago. Appreciate that, Vegas. Um, <laughs> but man, bro, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of great matchups again this week. Again, man, I, I love the way that the NFL has done their schedule the past few years to where those these last couple of weeks are always meaningful. It doesn't matter who it is and what it is. So. What's some of the what's some of the better matchups that you looking at this week? Yeah, y'all, I don't know if y'all can hear it or not, but I got one here with me. Oh. Man. Hello, my bad. Um, oh. <laughs> so, good, bro. This, the Colts and the Steelers. That's one game Ooh. I'm looking at because yeah. the Colts are still playing for their division. They're trying to keep pace with the Titans. And the way the Steelers have looked over these last four games has just been – Awful. So, and if the Steelers were to lose, now the Browns. We talked. We we talked about this a couple weeks ago. But now the Browns are. They're looking at that matchup next week. 
and that's for the division now. Now you're talking about you playing for the division. You're right there. Um, so that's that Coach Steelers game. Um, I'm looking at that one. I'm looking at uh, – obviously, I picked the Washington football team to win the NFC least. So I'll, I'll be tuned into that. Uh, they play the Panthers. So I'll just be checking in on that one. The Rams and the Seahawks. Um, the Rams blew it last week by losing to the Jets. Ugh, they just mm. – How they lost to the Jets, I don't know. And then the fact that the Jets won the game makes no sense whatsoever because now you give Jacksonville the number one seat, the number one pick in the draft if everything holds the same. So now you need for Jacksonville – to lose to to uh win another game. So the Jets just they found another way to <laughs> make Jets fans upset and just to show how stupid and how just unorganized that franchise is. But Hey, I'll tell you who happy though. Trevor Lawrence. Who? Trevor Lawrence. He like, I think I'd rather be in Jacksonville than New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. But that Rams Seahawks game because that's another game that's for the division. The Rams won that that matchup earlier in the year. So now you turn around, okay? We got them again. We get we come back for it. And I mean, if if Seattle wins, that basically locks up the division. And then the late night game, the Titans and the Packers. Just for the simple fact, like I said, the the Titans they're fighting for their division. They're trying to win the division and lock up one of those top four seeds. And then um, the Packers, they have the number one seed in the NFC, and they're trying to hold on to that with New Orleans winning um, yesterday. Uh, and the Titans could mess around, and I know we'll talk about it you know, more in depth, but the Titans could mess around. And they're right now that a four seed if the <laughs> – the pay, the the Steelers keep losing. They could mess around and become the three. They could jump up and become three seed. You never know. So, um, we'll see. But those are three games: the the Colts and the Steelers, the Rams and the Seahawks, and the Packers and the Titans. For me, uh, yeah, I was definitely definitely Rams Seahawks just because. The winner of that wins the NFC West. Um, the Rams already has the tiebreaker over Seattle. Um, and they definitely probably want to come out there and get back to themselves after basically blowing it to the Jets. Um, yeah. Coach Steelers, that's a big one too because that that could end up dealing with seeding, especially if the Colts end up winning. Um then Pittsburgh is really in trouble then because, like we said beforehand, they last time we talked on here in the last episode, man, we I sit up and I said like this, they got a chance here. They were one of the ones to get lucky to get to have. Well, you know, everybody know what it is—a get right game. Mm-hmm. You know, a team that isn't going anywhere, not winning anytime soon against the Bengals, and they had a chance to you know get it get it back right, and they didn't. They still look. They're still doing the same problem, still not being able to run the ball, still not playing well offensively. Uh, I guess Juju I guess Juju said he ain't going to do uh, TikTok videos dancing on any team logos because Von Bell put a lick on him so hard. I don't know. He might have <laughs> made him TikTok instead of being on TikTok. Man, what? Uh, 
So definitely looking at he that. Learned, he learned. He learned that. You see, he for the betterment of the team. I'm from the side yeah, to yeah. stop all the dancing. Is the nah, you just want your jaw jacked again. But <laughs> con- continue, my bad. You know, you know. <laughs> and um, for me, another one for me just to look at. It might not mean much as a whole, but. No, it actually does to a certain extent. I just know people might not talk about it a lot. Uh, the Monday night game between the Bills and the Patriots. Um, just because with the Dolphins winning tonight, that puts them at 10-5. and five. Um, And still, basically, will be one game back with the Bills. They can't mess around and lose to the Patriots. Yes, the Patriots are officially eliminated. They won't division. But the Bills haven't necess- they haven't clinched this AFC East yet with two games to go for them. They don't want to mess around and have New England play spoiler and they can't get this sweep like they should get against New England. They should get this sweep. But if they don't, now we talking about a team who we might have thought, you know, they could compete with maybe Kansas City and give them a, a for real run for their money. If they mess around and lose to New England, now they got a big game against Miami to where both teams, let's see what, what would they be? Eleven and they would be eleven and they would be eleven and four if they were to lose Monday. And then yep. if you go to, you know, go against Miami with them being just one game back, the division would be up for gra- would be up for grabs there. So I think Buffalo just need to, you know, keep their head on the swivel, stay focused, try to make sure they get a dub. Um, Steelers need to figure out something and figure it out something fast, or they're going to be one and done. And, of course, because the Colts are trying to um, win their division as well. And, uh, you know, and, I mean, I've always been one of the perennial divisions here in the last – eight to ten years or so, the NFC West. Um, it's just another another good game that's gonna come between, you know, down here at the end of the season between the Rams and the Seahawks. Um, I guess like I said earlier, it's I like the way that the NFL has been scheduling games here the last few years to where there are so many meaningful games and then it, it most of the time it ends up being within the division. So it means a lot. It means a lot. Um, that Titans-Packers game is going to be crazy. I think that's, that game is going to be crazy, too. I'm definitely going to be glued to that one. Yeah, I think I think that would probably be game of the – that's probably the game of the day. Either that that or the – yeah, that would be game of the day. Because the other two yeah. games, man, this – you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what Seattle squad is going to show up or even what Rams squad is going to show up. And then you just don't know what the, what the Steelers are going to give you. You just don't. You don't know what the Steelers are going to give you. Um, right now, if the playoffs were to start, uh, the Bills would play Miami. The Steelers would play Indianapolis. And then Titans would play the, the Browns. Um, mm. Baltimore is knocking right on the door, so Miami does not need to, or the Colts do not need to slip up. All they have is the Bills left, um, so Baltimore is knocking on the door. 
They knocking on. They got two more games left, and they're favored in both. They play the Giants tomorrow, and then they play the the Bengals um, the following you know next week. So um, we'll see. This AFC is. I think the the NFC for the most part is kind of taking form. Obviously tomorrow we'll see what happens with Seattle and in LA and obviously with the Packers with them and the Titans. But I think that picture is kind of starting to settle out for the most part. The AFC, the seeding, outside of one seed, the seeding and these divisions are still up for grabs. Still right. up for grabs. AFC South and in the AFC North are still up for grabs. Deal. The Bills are the Bills clinched their division, so that so Miami doesn't have a chance to 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 win that to win that division. Oh, they're they just are clinched. Yeah, yeah. The Bills clinched. Okay. So yeah, so they're just the Bill the 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 Dolphins are just playing to save face and make sure they get into the playoffs. To get in. Yeah, to get in. So hmm. I, it's it's gonna be if like I say if the Steelers the, let the Steelers mess around and lose lose tomorrow. I, Cleveland is you know they're you know they they they're losing guys this you know they're not playing with basically any of their receivers tomorrow due to COVID you know contract tracing, but uh, next week if the Steelers lose oh. The division on the line. Imagine, imagine, and is it a home game? Imagine the Cleveland Browns fighting to make the playoffs. Not only to make the playoffs, but to win the division. That game being for the division in Cleveland. Oh, what? Yeah, you know that that's that's probably gonna be this that's gonna get flexed out and end up being a Sunday night game. Oh, what? You talking about Just if we beat the Steelers, up. we win the division? Oh, come on, man. That that's what they want. That's what they want. I don't even think we was even alive the last time the Steelers won. I mean the last time the Browns won a division. I definitely <laughs> couldn't tell you. It had to be t- like the eight. I can't tell you the I can't tell you the last time they made the playoffs. It had to be in the eighties. So, um, yeah, I, this is it's puzzling. It's puzzling what's going on with the Steelers right now, because um, it just it's 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 just not Steelers football. Yeah, it's just not. They can't stop the run and they can't run the ball. That's just so. That's I don't know. That's weird. That's just weird. Can't, but. can't run the ball. Can't stop the run, and then. These DBs on these other teams, they just doing whatever they want with these these receivers. They they playing playing good coverage on them. They can't these they can't get open. They can't catch the ball. So it's just they've looked. They definitely don't look the same. Yeah. And they've played they've played different competition in these last couple couple weeks, and it's it showed that maybe. They're not what we said. If they lose tomorrow, then yeah, they 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 run the the risk of getting bounced in the first round for sure. Yeah, by whoever they play, don't even matter. It, it don't because think about it. If the if it was to if the playoffs were to start right now, 
I like the build. I like Kansas City's defense is way better than they were last year, but KC has the bot. I like the Bills defense. The Titans have a good defense. The Browns have a good defense. The Colts have a good defense. The Dolphins have a good defense. And then if Baltimore gets in, Baltimore has a good defense. So you're not playing against teams that don't have a, a at least a solid defense. All right. These are good defenses that you're playing against. And these are also teams that can run the football. We know what's up with the Titans. We know what's up with Cleveland. <laughs> Indianapolis has Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Miles Gaskin is doing his thing for the Dolphins. And then yep. shoot Baltimore. Is Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus, uh, Gus Edwards. They got a four-headed monster if they really want to run the ball. So, so Mike, Mike T got to figure some stuff out quick. Because they went from, oh, they could go undefeated, to they might not even win the division. Like that. Quick, that quick. was I mean, quick, very quick, man. You think <laughs> you think Juju really gonna stop dancing on these teams' logos? Yep, <laughs> yep. I think it because it's you know you know I've I've seen stuff you know you know no one was saying anything we they were when they were you know when we were eleven and oh when we went one eleven straight he was doing it okay that's cool. Now y'all lost lost three straight. He's still doing it. <laughs> and the latest in the latest case of it, he did it and got his head taken off and fumbled the football. Boy. So uh I would advise you to stop doing that, sir. I don't think I saw some what was uh <laughs> I saw something that said Juju has I think it says he has ninety five TikToks. By the time he had like 95 TikToks, and I think throughout the season, the most receiving yards he had was 93. So like you got Yikes. more TikToks than you do than you do yards in the game this year. Yikes. How true that is, I didn't Definitely. go and look it up. I didn't go and look it up, so I don't know how true that is, but if it's true, that's tough. Hey, that's, you feel me? Like, that's, <laughs> that's tough. tough. <laughs> that so, is tough. And like I said, they just they just they shouldn't have lost to the Bengals. They just shouldn't have. Point play period. They shouldn't have. Yep. But they're playing stiffer. I mean, they beat they beat the Ravens by five. But like I said, the way they're playing, I don't think they'll beat the Ravens right now. They lost to a surge of Washington team. They lost to a very good Buffalo Bills team. And then they rolled into Cincinnati. And I don't know if they thought they was just gonna walk in there. Uh, with a W, but they walked out with an L. So they just they didn't they didn't show up. Ryan, fin- Ryan Finley beat beat them, and he was seven for thirteen for 80, 89 yards. Yikes, man! I don't, yeah, I don't know what they I don't know what they gonna do, bro. I don't know what they gonna do. Get back to playing still football. That's that's all they can do. They gotta find a run game. They gotta find a run game, and then they gotta get back to playing that that smash mouth defense. 
they gotta find something. They gotta find somebody to to help on the other side of TJ Watt, but they gotta find a run game and they gotta get back to playing Steelers D. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I, I really want to look this up, bro, because I really want to look this up about Juju. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I really want to look this up about, about Juju I'm real quick. I'm before, about, yeah. Before, because if if that is the case, bro, that is tough. <laughs> uh, that is tough. For real. The most receiving yards he has this year is 93. In the game. That's tough. That's tough. It's 93. Yep. It was against Dallas. Welp. Six catches, 93 yards. Welp. <laughs> oh, man. And you say I'm it a... ain't so. E, I'm going to leave you alone, Juju, man. Do you think? <laughs> Do you think? Because all I'm wanting is another Atlanta Falcon loss. That's all I need. Well, my friend, you'll have one tomorrow. Hey, you see what the you see my birthday tomorrow? That's my birthday present for them to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's ugly. It is. It's it's Sunday over here, man. Happy birthday! Yeah, it's, it's, it's Sunday, Sunday here too. It's officially my birthday. Go. It's officially officially Easy Money Day, man. <laughs> Happy birthday, my boy! Happy birthday! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Man, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess we'll we'll, we'll end it at that because man, we can keep going on and on. This was that. This was a pretty good one. Again, um, this is a Christmas one, so I, I'm okay with it being a little longer than. We do. I don't care. We was this was this was a real good one that we just wanted to talk about, just with life as well too. So mm-hmm. I'm not even tripping, bro. Um, is it? Hey, you know how you know how we ended, bro? Any shout outs you got? Always to the fans and loved ones. Uh, continue to stay safe. Continue to wear your mask. Um, continue, you know, social distance. Um, just, you know, stay prayed up. Um, if you don't believe in something, find something to believe in. Uh, believe in yourself. Whatever you want to do, um, do it. Like I said, we're coming to the end of a crazy year. Um, so, um, there's a lot of things to be grateful for with this year, um, just to be alive and breathing this one um, with everything that's been going on. So um, I just challenge everybody to you know, find your find your purpose, you know, whatever your purpose is, whatever your gift is, find your purpose, man, and and chase it. Once you find it, you know, chase it. Um, I think that's what a lot of people are missing right now. Is they don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing in life. So I challenge you to take some time out to really, really think um, about what your purpose is, what you were put on this earth to do, because we were all put here to do something. Um, but like I said, just continue to stay safe, enjoy your time with your loved ones. You know, this holiday season, New Year's is around the corner as well. So um, be safe for New Year's. Um, Thoughts and prayers go out to Nashville and the events that happened a couple of days ago with Nashville. Um, got a lot of a lot of friends, um, teammates that stay out there in Nashville, from Nashville. So um, praying for them and praying for the city. 
That's it, man. Man. That was man, that was pretty good. I don't know if I you want to come behind it. I'm gonna just wrap it up right there. <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> nah, that was good, bro. That was good. Man, um, let's see. Of course, yeah, definitely start out with that, man. Prayers to prayers out to, to everybody that's in Nashville and from Nashville, man. Uh, that was I don't think nobody saw that coming. Um at yeah, all. Yeah, that was that was crazy. At all, I don't think nobody saw that coming at all. So definitely prayers to everyone out there in Nashville. Um, shout out to Mama Sanders. Shout out to Papa Sanders. Shout out to my girl. I won't say her name <laughs> on there because she's gonna be like, "Why you say that? Why you say that?" Oh, she said, "Oh, she said she don't care." Shout out to my girl Denicia. <laughs> There, there. I'm about to go ahead and get some plug. Go ahead and get some plug on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My other girl, my baby girl, Naomi, she sleep right now. She was making a little bit in the earlier, but she she out right now. I hope she stay out for the count because I need the sleep that I'm trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> I need the sleep that I'm trying to get, man. But definitely, um, man, y'all be safe out here. Protect yourselves at all time. Uh protect black women, cherish black women. Um no means no, no matter no where you're no. no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, no means no. And um, yeah, man, if we can, what we got, we got, we got four more days, four more days through through the year. And if we, you know, we make it through there, that's 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 everybody's biggest flex that they can say is making it through 2020. So you know, if we can get through here, and hopefully we all do by the time we. Probably do another episode. It'll probably be 2021 the next time we do another episode. So, yep. you know, God willing, God willing, you know, it'll be another episode 2021. Um, So definitely um, belated Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, uh, Happy New Year to you that's, that's coming here for, because like I said, if God willing, the next episode will probably be 2021. Uh, and uh, man, that's really it, man. Peace, love, and tranquility. Um, of course, like and subscribe if you haven't already to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. You can catch it on Google Podcast, Spotify Podcast, uh, it's on Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, on all those streaming platforms right there. Um, so definitely listen and subscribe if you can. Tell a friend, tell your mama them, tell your cousin them, tell all them, <laughs> you know. Barbershop Right, listen in, tune in, man, and just continue to carry this conversation, man. Um, y'all be safe out here. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace. <laughs>